right, boys, we back. Soul Searching here. A special guest today. First, let everybody introduce themselves. Sneaker Addict 11. Del Ro, and our special guest of the day. Yo, K Test and Mother Approved. Queensbridge from the womb to the tomb. More kicks in the baby in the mother's womb. Oh, man. It's uh, popping. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> the master engineer behind all this. The man behind the, the screen. So, uh, give him his shine for this episode. Yeah, this is exciting. This is so, uh, cool. I get to be in the front of the mic. All right. <laughs> We'll start off with a uh, simple question, like what influenced you to get into this industry that you're in right now? Uh, well, actually to be clear, I'm a photographer, I'm a musician, I'm an audio engineer with my boy Joey who helps me out with the, the podcast as well. Um, what got me interested in this, like the whole podcast in general, was um, I've just been like really passionate about sneakers since I was a kid. Um, Coming from where I'm from, like in Queensbridge, sneakers is just, it's always just been like a real huge like status symbol. And it's not just like, for me, it's not just like a way of like talking about how like fly you are, it's a way of like reminding myself like I'm, I'm out of like this bad situation where I was like really broke in Queensbridge and shit. So like now that I'm able to like buy the type of sneakers I want, you know, it lets me know that all right, I'm like a little more financially stable and I'm just like in a better place in my life. So sneakers have always just been like a huge, huge passion for me. Cool, cool, cool. And let's, What's one sneaker you have right now that you cherish the most? Oh, the that's, most. That's that's baited. That's there's so many sneakers. Um, I probably and these are like beaters right now, but um, probably my Bread Elevens and like we, me and Mike talk about this and, and Joe, we talk about these sneakers all the time. It's probably easily the best sneaker of all time. They're probably the most comfortable sneakers in terms of ankle support. Um, they're not just like a regular like rubber sole. They're kind of like a clear sole, but it's red and like they don't yellow. So if like you're worried about like your clear sole yellowing, it's not really going to happen with those uh, those elevens. So like definitely easy like the bread elevens. Not a problem. It's hard to argue that. I got a question for you though. Can you uh, speak on your Just the Kicks project? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so. Um, as I said, I'm a photographer, and recently I just started up a project called Just for Kicks, where um, I'm featuring different artists and different um, contributors to you know the New York art scene, and we talk about like their favorite kicks and what those kicks mean to them. Um, so I've done like a couple musicians, I've done a couple restaurant tours recently. Um, I'm just trying to do like anybody that's like really really creative, and, like super super dope, but they they have like this huge passion for kicks. A lot of people kind of like conflate being in love with kicks with being like a hype beast and stuff and I feel like there's more to it than that especially if like you're a creative person um if you're really creative like how you match your sneakers with your outfit or like how you lace your sneakers the small small things like that like that can be like a huge huge deal to someone that appreciates them so all I'm trying to do is just like feature you know different artists and their sneakers and why like they love them so much is it possible you can mention some of the people you, you yeah. actually shot um I can mention like one person yeah. right now he's super super cool dude he was um probably one of the coolest dudes I've, I've shot so far um it's the owner of Sweet Chick. His name is John Seymour. He owns Sweet Chick um, with Nas, um, actually. Um, but yeah, he's like, he was super, super cool. All I had to do was just like hit him up in like his DMs because I um, shot like a video for him like a year and a half ago, and I didn't even figure he'd remember me. And I just like hit him up and I was like, Yo, um, I'm doing this project. 
you know about sneakerheads and like different artists and stuff and you know you know own your restaurant and stuff and I was wondering if you can talk about some sneakers that you like and he's like yeah sure come down it was easy like two three days later I went I went to his um restaurant took um pictures of his Air Force Ones, he has like these super rare Air Force Ones that only him and Nas have that he bought like for like um, Nas's birthday. So, and that's on like my Instagram right now. So hopefully in like the next few months, I'll have like my art gallery set up where I can like feature those photos as well. But super cool dude, super, super, super dope. Where did the idea come from just um, to, yeah, to cool. take those kind yeah. of shots? Cause the, the, the shots that you take are definitely out of the box. Like no one has thought to do that before. So. <sighs> it probably, stem from just like random ass conversations that like me and Joey was having in the studio or whatever like we'll sit and like talk about sneakers and like ill ideas that like would be cool for, for like photography and stuff and I was like alright what would be cool is if like it seemed like spot on and like corny at first but then like once I started doing it I was like yo it would be cool if I had like literal sneakers like hanging over people's heads like a, some sort of like halo and stuff and like they're just doing like random like everyday stuff like they're like washing clothes or like the um I don't know going to the store and stuff because at the end of the day I feel like most sneakerheads are just like normal people it's just that they have this particular passion it's no different from someone who like collects toy cars or like stamps or some shit like that it's all the same stuff it's just that they have passion for sneakers so I figured that was like my idea like just take pictures of people in like their like regular setting as calm as possible just like doing regular stuff but this they have like their little sneaker like hanging over their head to acknowledge that they're a sneakerhead. So that's where that project, the idea for the project came from. If, there, if there's one person you could pick, judging by their collection and stuff like that, what's one person you would pick to shoot and, and incorporate into that Just For Kicks project? Ooh. Damn. Um, damn. Fat Joe. Nah. Fat, that would be a nice I mean, one, Fat Joe would be cool. Fat Joe would be cool, right? Um, <laughs> geez, let me think. Who has that Volt collection? Oh, shit. I would want to do Tinker Hatfield. Wow, that was left Tinker Hatfield is super dope. I mean, not just because, like, it's, not just it's, deep, it's, yeah, it's deeper than Jordan's. Yeah, this dude's, like, Jordan's. designed and created some of the most yeah. innovative sneakers yeah. in sneaker yeah. culture. Pegasus, so, like, all that stuff, everything. doing that would probably encapsulate, like, my whole idea of, like, the whole sneakerhead project. That would be perfect. And yeah, it would just be like super, super dope. And just to get his like insight and like have the, just chop it up with him and like figure out like where like his ideas came from, from like one creative person to another, that'd be like priceless. So that yeah, definitely be, Tinker. That would be really that dope. That's super dope. Where did your passion for uh, photography stem from? Um, okay, so like I said, um, recently I'm also a rapper and one of my homeboys like did like an EPK for us like a few months back, I mean, a few months back, a few years back rather. And I was like, okay, um, I think it's like, it's interesting like how, like your viewpoint as far as like um, making videos and stuff, like can you like give me some like pointers and stuff? And then like he gave me like a little advice and I just started like looking up stuff on YouTube and more and more I was like, yo, I, I can do this photography thing. Like this is easy. It's not easy, by the way. I'm not yeah, trying to imply yeah. that it is. But I was like, all right, I, I'm pretty sure I can, like, figure this out. And, like, just, like, years of, like, research and stuff on, like, YouTube and stuff, I picked it up. I started, like, shooting, like, street photography first and, like, just shooting, like, my friends and, like, random people. And, you know, now, like, I'm a studio manager at my, my own spot in Bushwick where we usually record the podcast. And, yeah, so that's, it's pretty much, like, hit, pretty much history. Pretty much, um... 
Shit, I'm going yeah, blank right now. Yeah, we, I was doing album covers for um a lot of like my my rapper friends and stuff. So I was, just, you know. I can speak to how hard it is. I remember going with you to SneakerCon. Yeah. And that was when you like kind of first started getting into it. And he was like, "Yo, just take this picture for me." And I'm like, "I just gotta push the button." And he was like, oh, "It's a little bit more complicated than that." And I was like, "I couldn't steady it." I was like, "I'm gonna try my best." I mean, cause, cause like <laughs> the thing is. At heart, I'm like a nerd for like anything, whatever it's like, it's, it's sneakers, it's comic books, photography, like whatever like I have an interest in, I like put an extensive amount of like research into it. So like in that situation with the, <laughs> the camera or whatever, I already knew exactly how I wanted like the picture to look, I wanted, I knew how it was supposed to be composed, I had all the settings like ready for you because I just knew. Mm-hmm. And all I needed you to do was like focus it. But I knew there was like a certain way I needed to focus so you can actually take the picture and like and not be jittery and stuff. And I just couldn't explain it at the time. I'm like, yeah, I'm horrible at giving like in-depth explanations to something I already know. But yeah, I'm, photography is great. You get like you get to like put your own perspective on small things like or just life in general and 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 flip it and make it something even grander than what it is. So. I wouldn't trade photography for, I wouldn't trade being creative in general for the world. That's like extremely important for like a lot, a lot of people. How do you feel about like the, the filters oh, yeah, on like Snapchat yeah. and Instagram? Do um, you think like that cheapens like the, the whole photography thing? I mean, I feel like in general, it's a little more nuanced than that. Um, like I understand like technology is constantly like advancing and stuff. So like your phone is everything now. It's like, you know, it's your, it's your conference table. It's like, it's, it's everything that you need. And for like someone who's like really passionate into photography, you know, having like a phone with like a really good like camera on it is great. And filters like have their place if, like I'm not so stuck up a bougie to like say I've never like used a filter or anything like that. But, cause sometimes if you can tweak it or freak it or whatever, like it, it's cool, it works for you. But I feel like, I guess for someone who like takes like a serious amount of time and dedication into your craft and to like kind of like encapsulate that and like a few button pushes it seems a little like a little disrespectful but again like i mean rock however you rock rock or whatever like if you want to like use filters that's fine i mean you might not be able to get like as much money as i make from my photo shoots but <laughs> that's your choice uh-huh. but it, it's subjective it's different strokes um i'm never going to knock a person for like doing whatever they think is it's cool. Me personally, I try not to use them as much. If you can get it right in the camera, mm-hmm. like get like the vision that you're trying to get in the camera, you're not gonna need all that shit. Like it's gonna tell the story that you need, so it doesn't matter. Got it. Oh, uh, one question I got for everybody. You see, nowadays, a lot of these sneaker websites they have photographers take pictures of a sneaker, and you'll see them put like a filter on it. Nowadays, has anyone ever been fooled by seeing a picture online? And then getting to the store, well, and it's like first off, that's not even that's not even like a whole issue of like filter. That's just general advertising. Yeah. That's going to be the gotcha, gotcha either way. No one's going to ever like like say like you know, all right, they got like a pair of steel tens out or whatever, and like there's some like scuffs on the toe or whatever. And they're going to put a filter to make that shoe as bright as hell, yeah. so it can cover up that that scratch because they're trying to sell something. That's not even like you know fault. That's not like faulty photography that's faulty advertising that's all that is so like that ain't even nothing new um what's weird to me is that like if you're really trying to sell a product and like you putting all like this this blur and like 
fantasy stuff on like a pair of sneakers that are not like going to look like that when you get them like you're underselling your product and in the long term you're not going to have like a loyal clientele sell shoot them exactly how they're supposed to be if you sell good products it don't it don't matter if you shooting it off your like your phone if you shooting it with a, a toy camera that you got from toys r us if you have good product that's all that counts especially with new shoes i feel like these sneaker websites they get over I know like, they got me with them with them platinum LeBrons. Uh-huh. I I like the LeBrons and I enjoy the shoe, but seeing them on a computer, I was like, oh, this is gonna be everything. Oh, oh no, that's like in general. Like anytime like a new release comes out and like um like you see them online, it, it works both ways too. Like you see them online and you're like, yo, these sneakers are trash. Like they're horrible. Then and then you see them in person, they're like. I, they alright, and then like you mad because you ain't got enough money to buy them no more, or they not in your size. But so. see, with those LeBrons, I waited and they, they, they you had to wait in line to get those, and it was like, dang, I waited all this time. And when I looked at them, I was like, I didn't wasted this time. It's like, is the time worth the money? <laughs> listen, I'm gonna tell you right. I'm gonna tell you right now, and this is probably gonna be the point where like half of the people listen to your podcast cut off. Yeah. <laughs> but. LeBron's are ugly. They're probably like uh, really, they're amazingly comfortable shoes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, LeBron throws. LeBron Le- LeBron's are great basketball shoes, but I mean, first off, so I'm you miss- think all of them, or are you talking about certain? Um, no, certain certain numbers. Okay, let's okay. be fair. Certain numbers, because like, let's be real. I'm a skinny, nerdy dude from Queensbridge, so like. I wasn't into basketball like that. I was into baseball. I was like, I played football a little bit, but like at the end of the day, I'm like a skinny nerdy dude that just sit around and read books. But I love sneakers and I love dressing nice. I'm not gonna wear LeBrons to like sit. I'll wear LeBrons to ball, you know, for like 15 minutes or whatever. But, yeah, I thought, but I'm I not gonna wear them to like. The LeBron 9 was pretty fashionable. You could wear yeah, that. Well, I mean, 8s, the LeBron 8s were cool. Yeah, um, even the 7s. 8s and 7s were great. LeBron Falls was nice. South, South Beaches are probably some of the best. The South Beaches in general, the South Beach series are probably some of the best LeBrons that ever came out. But I'm like, I can't wear that at my other job. I'm not going to wear that at my other job and like feel like, all right, I look cool. Yeah, I feel like I'm looking like I'm about to go play ball. And again, that's fine, but. But the same thing with like, remember like Chef Curry's, like. Internet was trolling them. Man, listen. But then me and Mike were at the gym, and some dude wore them to the gym, and we were like, "These aren't because they're they're Under Armour sneakers." And that's again, that goes back to the whole thing about like how images like make sneakers look. Because like you can like take a bad picture and make a good sneaker look really bad, and that's just how it is. But again, also think about the setting where you saw those sneakers. You at the gym. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to wear some Under Armour sneakers at the gym because that's what the company was based out of. Mm-hmm. Like, it's for the athlete. You're never going to see somebody go into, like, Amazora or, like, a club or, like, something. <laughs> and, like, the bouncer's like, oh, you got them curries? Come inside. Nah, it's not happening. It's a dub. Like, that's not happening. Mm-hmm. But I bet you I probably could get into, like, I've gotten into spots where, like, my Jordan's on. I've seen people wear the, I've seen people wear 11s as like shoes yeah, for their tuxedos yeah. man. boys to men was killing it back in the day with those like but that might also just be the name like mm-hmm. Jordan is classic I'm not saying LeBron's not classic in his own right but you know Jordan has this this clout where 
it's acceptable. I think it's the person too. I forgot what website it was that they did with Clay Thompson's new shoe. But the, 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 uh, and they put the Jordan logo on it because he signed with a Japanese company. Oh yeah, they, they put the new logo. They put, different and they logo put the different Jordan logo yeah. on it, and people were like, "Yo, this shoe is fire." And but was, then when they put it back to the Anta logo, peak. and a peak or something, is it yeah, peak yeah. Or Anta? It's peak. No, it's Anta. It's, 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 it's Anta. Anta. Yeah, it's Anta. Anta. Yeah. They put the Anta logo back on and people were like, this shit was ugly. But with the Jordan logo, it became fire. But, I mean, that goes into, like, the whole sneaker game and how, like, yeah. sometimes it's a little... It, Very big. <laughs> the sneaker game's a little shaky. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of... It's always been like that. It's more prominent now, but the sneaker game's, like, a little shaky where everything's just based off, like, your name. And I'm guilty of it. Like, to this day, I got, like... How many sneakers? Like, 30-some-odd pairs of sneakers? They're all Jordans. I, like I'm planning on buying a pair of fly knits like in a few weeks, sure. but all my sneakers are Jordans, and that's just you know, I'm I'll admit that's just me getting caught up in the hype, but Jordans are Jordans like. You can join that ultra boost life. Yeah. The boost <laughs> life. Yeah, join that boost the life. Boost life. <laughs> I don't bounce life. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Yo, NMDs. NMDs. Those are dope. Them vape NMDs. Yeah. Fire. Dope ass sneaker. But see, that's not real booster. No. Nah, I don't care. But see, that's see, that's my. I guess that's my problem. I'm not like. I'm worried about how that's gonna like impact a broad culture, not just sneaker culture, like streetwear culture. Like bathing ape is still ill as hell to me. So I'm like, so, wait, oh, so you buying a case Swiss? What you call it? I might. Uh, Yo, first <laughs> off, y'all talk shit now. <laughs> y'all talk shit now. Man. Give it like two, three years, and let me pop them case Swiss on. <laughs> let me. I'm y'all. I'm telling y'all, laughing. But like three, four years from now, we go to sneaker con. I pull out them case Swiss. Bet you, I get like eight. Bet you. Yeah. Somebody's gonna want it. Someone yeah, yeah, somebody's yeah, gonna need it. Yeah. And that's always it always happens. Like, because there's there's people that buy for hype and there's exactly. people that buy for rarity. Yeah, that is true. So yeah, people gonna make fun of them case lists, but I, all right, I'm gonna have them and bring them to flight um flight club or bring them to like um a sneaker con. I'm gonna come home with a grip. Easily. That's just. Oh, how you talking about the crazy explosive Porzingis new shoe and Andrew Wiggins. The craziest. This is dope, man. Sneakers a dope sneaker in person. But see, it depends on your size. I, I think the bigger like man could all we have bigger feet. Right. So because of that, you have to be conscious of that when you do buy a shoe. That's exactly how I feel about um the eights now. Like the eights cut a cut like a certain way where like first off again I'm skinny so like I'm not wearing like super baggy jeans and I have huge ass feet. Mm-hmm. I'm non but see. For, I guess like how I dress or whatever, like they they work fine for like my jeans, not the nines. But the eights are like a little, they're a little shaky. And again, that's why the elevens, in my opinion, the, the best shoe. Yeah. Them shits are cut amazingly. Mm-hmm. I don't care what no one says about colorways. In my opinion, that hasn't been a bad cut eleven. Even them space Jams that just came out with like the yeah. patent leather that's that's cut a little higher than normal. Yeah. You put that like we just saying earlier. You put a little of that like black paint on top of like that white piping. Really that is an amazing sneaker. What about the gammas? I think the gammas might have been like worse quality wise. They're worse quality wise, but that's still like not a bad cut shoe. It's just a thought shoe. It's no. First off, let's let's be let's be fair. A thought shoe is something like a Hirachi right now. And like a yeah. few years ago, like um, like '07 to '09, um, foam posits. Yes. Those are thought shoes. Those are shoes that are like overly accessible and overly sold, just to get like make that money. Mm-hmm. And like, 
phone posits used to be like you were the pinnacle of shoes. Like if you had a pair of Doctor Dooms in 07, yes. you were special. Yes. I did. If you had, okay, if you had, if you had the, um, if you had the Doctor Doom foams and the um white um and the Invisible Woman Air Force ones, you was the man. First off, I guess it's like a whole tastemaker thing, but. How come nobody wears no clean, like clear shoes? That was innovative. Yeah. That was innovative in its own right. It First off, better yeah. now because now socks are more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's the thing. They tried that now. When mm-hmm. people forget, Kyrie's just did two shoes yeah, that, that were invisible Air yeah. Force Ones, and they sat on shelves, and they were forty dollars, and no one filled them. Yeah. But I mean, I guess because like that. That trend just died down yeah, after 2007. But like you said, you would think with the way socks are now, you can do so much more with it. So right. The sneaker fogged up. Are we forgetting that? <laughs> the sneaker fogged up. When you the, like, the clear ones, they no, the the they fogged up. Like you could not see a sock after a while. Was, well, that's because like niggas had bad feet. This is yeah. what I'm saying. That's, that's so not anybody's fault. So dude, y'all got like that. Some, like, Yo, y'all don't put no baby powder on your feet. These, but then that's it. You Listen, put baby powder. Y'all gonna see it. No, you get some gold. Like you making dope. You get some gold bond properly in your in your sock, and you okay. That's that's y'all fault. Y'all walking around with foggy socks. That means y'all don't take care of y'all shit. And then there's a deeper issue going on with your feet. That's not my fault. That's not my problem. That's not. That's never a good one. Have any of y'all ever been fooled by, by pictures online? Oh, yeah. But they get fooled, like, the store. More of a hype. More of a hype. Yeah, yeah, it's more of a hype, but I won't I won't get myself hyped too much. But I'm like, all right, those are fly. But then I'll get there, like, all right, they're not as nice as I thought they were. But I never got fooled to the point where I was like, yo, I ain't, I'm just pissed off. Now, between those and uh, the Barkley posit, remember when Nike yeah. tried to do that Barkley posit? Was that two years ago? Yeah, yeah, during the All-Star game time. And they did a we silver and light. Yeah. Listen. And I seen it online, and I was like, he's a fire. They glow in the dark. I'm like, okay. Nike's been trying to make Barkley pop off, like, yeah. for, like, forever. Yeah. They've been trying to make him. They like, Barkley has. Remix. Exactly. Yeah. Barkley has, like, a nice shoe. Like, Barkley's a dope in their own respect. But, like, they've been really trying to make him pop. For like a month. I remember you won because we was on Fordham fat. And I seen someone I that had them early, and I see them in person. I'm like, oh, these is awful. I'm like, they look nothing like they did on the computer. Avatar and I was like, you know, I was like, but maybe this guy got a sample pair somewhere. Mm-hmm. This isn't the real release. So when the release date came, and I seen it, fuck out. I'm like, and they were charging two thirty for this. I was like, get the hell out of here. Yo, I'm like, yo, there's no way. I'm advertisement is a motherfucker. Yeah, man, that's that's really bad. Like, that's a shame. Like, that makes no kind of sense. Advertisement is like a, a trip. Like, I do like a lot of product photography and stuff too now, and like, how photographers like make stuff look good or bad depending on what you're trying to do. You know, it's a trip. But that's also like the sneaker game. At the end of the day, niggas is trying to make money. One thing photography wise too, I'm sick of when it comes to sneakers is that heel pose when people yes. kicked up. I hate I'm that. Like, I feel like <laughs> we need to cut that out. I feel like in terms of like everyday wear, if like you and th- maybe this is just my opinion, because like art subjective and shit, but um if you're trying to like sell a sneaker, I feel like the worst thing you can do is like that that heel pose stuff. Yes. Like you want to feature like the whole form no, of the shoe, and if you feature in the whole form like all bunched up and stuff, that makes it unappealing to like your sneaker. And why would I want to buy a sneaker looking like that? Exactly. 
but like have your sneaker in the way that I'm normally wearing it. Like my feet flat on the floor. I'm walking. I'm sick of the water shot. I'm not tippy toeing. No, I ain't got. Yeah. I'm 27 years old. I'm not tippy toeing nowhere. I'm not hiding. I'll let like, you riff raff. Riff raff right. is the only person toeing in his Jordans. He's the only person out here doing this. Riff raff doing a lot of stuff. Yes, riff raff is. That's a conversation. The neon icon. Shout out to the neon icon. Right He's still cold slip. Right cold slip. Only eat duck sauce in America. Oh man, that's dope. Hold that's dope. on, I, I got one though. Remember when we went to Fordham and we saw those Jordan one, the glow in the dark Jordan ones? Yes. Now, when we saw them online, we both saw them online. And remember, they, that particular store had a buy one get one for half yeah, off, um, and you wanted to sell the bar, the the Barkley pots. No, what was it? The posit that you wanted to buy. You wanted to buy a posit, and I was gonna get the um other one half flight. off. It was a it was a flight, flight the posit. Copper, the copper the, flight exactly. Posit. So. We went online and we saw it. I was like, yo, these are the glow in the dark ones. And then we went to the store. They look horrible. Yes. They look horrible. And I was like, yeah, I can't, I can't take that out. Like, I can't eat these. I'm like, man, I'm like, this because, is for it. So. But when we see the Nike, Nike.com's picture of the shoe, you see it in its true form where it's glowing and everything. So you're like, man, like, when? It? But then when you get to the store, you realize the shoe, in order for it, the whole shoe to glow in the dark, is going to look like a, a, a off-white. Mm-hmm. And like I can't rock this oh, with anything. Like, unless it, yeah, unless it's glowing on my feet right now, I can't rock this mm-hmm. with anything. And, and just, again, that's how advertising gets. Yeah, so I was like, yo, I can't do it. I can't do it. But then every other sneaker, you know what? Not since I'm, I've been on picking shoes a month, they've had the best pictures for me. <laughs> like it's it's just been. The shoe, like that, it, it, you know, it, it was just the shoe. It was nothing. It wasn't the because shoe. when you're trying to sell a shoe, yeah. all you need is like all you need is a, a nice clean white background, and that was and, and, and that shoe. was it. It was a shoe, and I remember they really got me with the Fantastic Four Pack because I got the Doctor Doom from them. I got the Air Max 90s. I had the clear ones. I sold the clear ones to somebody who was thirsty for it, but I had everything out of the pack from them. And I was just like, yo, man, like, and it was. I thought about it right now. I was like, it was because of the advertising. It was just the shoe. Every other site. Had like you know thing behind the one and then Doctor Doom yeah, behind the other and I was like nah that's not that's too much that's not cool at the end of the day like it's all about advertising like yeah. you were saying about the um, the Fantastic Four pack mm-hmm. honestly the the best pair of sneakers was easily above and beyond the um the um Doctor Doom four yeah, yeah, in right. my opinion yeah um like no one. I knew really fucked with the Johnny Storms too much. Not um, really. The things were dope, and the almost were dope. those were underrated. They were underrated. Mm-hmm. They were exactly super what, underrated. They were underrated. Um, and the Invisible Women's were a novelty sneaker. Yeah. Like they're cool. Like again, they're cool for resale yeah. value. If like, I feel like if you have like a dead stock pair of like Invisible Women's right now, and you bring oh, them to a sneaker con, you'd be alright. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know how many people. Wouldn't even know what would like pay attention to yeah. it, but like if the people that would know, yeah. are, like they probably be willing to put some money up for those. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, they're just novelty sneakers. Exactly. That's just all, all it is. All right. So, um, random thought time. Uh-oh. Random thought time. Okay. So, who wants to take the first shot? No one talk about Papoose's episode, please. You ain't find us yet. So but shout out to Pat, though. Yeah, shout, yeah, out. shout out to Lefty. I don't want to find me. I don't want to go first. Who's, who's the first victim? Go first. Nah, I'm not going first. No, I'm not going first. I'm the backup. I'm that back means back he about to say some shit. Oh, boy. I don't want to go first. Not, I got something, but I got to get it together. Oh, so just bear goodness. with me. So, so. Bear with me. But All I right, well, I'm, I'm going to keep mine simple, I guess. I guess I'm going to go first. Keep it nice and simple. Uh, my random thought for this week is um, 
kind of goes with the last episode. I'm talking about sets again. Oh, here we go again. People out here. Oh, come on. Here no, no, no. Here, no, no. Here, here, here we go talk. again. I understand that uh, every once in a while, mm. time get hard. Might run low on your soap. Can't get that premium soap that you need. Low on soap. I don't know who it is. Who's running low on soap? A bar Dove soap is a dollar. I don't want. I can't. can't You you gotta start this over. You can't. It's because it's an option. It's literally an option. Like yo, I don't know. Because even if you bathe, you can rock out. There's no bodegas not selling no like Irish Spring, no Dove soap. Whoever's buying Caldon, I don't know. Yo, yo, some freak the orange Dow soap. Yeah. Listen, no. Take care of your kids, people out here. A lot of people, these kids nowadays, they're getting funky. These grown people is getting funky. They're thinking that they coats and cover these smells, and they can't because it's winter time. We need to stop. So it's just another PSA to everybody. Please continue to wash. It's a mix of both. Continue to wash. Be clean. Lotion. <laughs> Scented lotion if you have to. If you ain't got enough shower. Stop using the cologne to cover yourself, people. Just another thought out here. We gonna pass that on to somebody else. Right. Okay, my random thought is oh, just—it's literally just a random thought. I think black women are so beautiful. I was on the bus today, and I saw like this beautiful, 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 beautiful. Um, brown skin woman, she had like natural curly hair. And I know it sounds like mad cliche and stuff, but like she was like amazing. Like she was like some Tumblr chick or whatever. And I was just like freaking out. I was like, yo, she is so bad. And like, I wasn't like no creep or nothing. I just like passed by, I was like, excuse me, like, you're just really, really pretty. And like, that was it. And like, that was the end of my day because I'm an uncomfortable odd nerd. And that was it. But yeah, that, that's my random thought. Like, that was so beautiful. For everybody that off of that. Who do you guys oh, think? Oh, oh my God. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Understand something that I'm married. <laughs> Before you go down this line, don't put me, don't put me in a situation where I can't come home. All right? Before I don't do. know. You like Will Smith movies. Mike, you like Will Smith movies. I don't know. Shout out to you. Just remind me. Shout out to you. Just This podcast is over. Just remind me. Get out. I'm going to save you for another episode. This is all I'm going to ask. In, in terms of looks, which one do you prefer, black women or Spanish women? I prefer women. How do you say you're not going to give me a joke? Do you say this? <laughs> Come on, I'm, just, I'm curious. First off, okay, and maybe okay, maybe this sounds like the safe utilitarian answer, but I I just love women. Yeah, no, for sure. The female sure. form is just the most amazing thing ever. It doesn't matter what type of complexion you are. It doesn't matter what weight. Yeah, it's curious. This is safe. I'm gonna put this on my Tinder. <laughs> Maybe this will give me a date. <laughs> but I think in general, like the female form is one of the most amazing things on the planet Earth. Think like put this in perspective. I don't I don't mean to get super deep. Like you came from this person. Right. Like you're coming. Like you do not exist without this person. So like no matter what size, shape, color, hair length, or whatever, like women are beautiful because they made you. That's it. Very grateful. Plead the fifth. Shout out to my fiance. Love you. I'm not on this episode. Okay. <laughs> I'm not on this episode. Please Please go. Please go. I just want to say that on behalf of yeah. ain't shit niggas. Niggas, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't mean it, but just right where you were saying it, I just felt like I. <laughs> <laughs> 
can, Joe. You're too many compliments. Oh, God. And it just felt uncomfortable. <laughs> Yo, we're going <laughs> in. I just had to say, shut the fuck up. Oh, we going in. I was not going in. But my, my two cents on that is the difference between black women and Spanish women is one got off the boat first. Small details, semantics. <laughs> I mean, technically, we was all where we was at before the boat. Yeah. Technically. So, like, even before the slavery <laughs> thing, this, the, the small little slavery thing. Small, small. You got too much, too much. Yeah, girl, my, bad, my bad, my bad. No, no, Mike is done. Mike is done. Mike is done. There's no more sub questions. We're going to change the subject in your random comments, right? Change the whole thought. Let the whole point around. No, 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 man. My random thought is the Nets is fucking trash. Now, that's horrible this season. The Nets are terrible. It was supposed to be nice or something. We got Jeremy. Oh, my God. Yo, y'all got a worse squad than y'all had last year, and y'all was trash last year. This year, you're double trash. Garbage. Garbage. Your Thursday in the suburbs. You take all the trash and the street is just looking crazy. Yeah, they never gonna let you go to Barclays no more, man. I don't care. I don't need to go there. Oh, man. I don't want to go there. Barclays is small. Oh. Barclays is small. You're not. Oh, yeah. su- you're not supposed to be able to like look like type. Take a small gander look to the side and almost fall to your death. Yeah. That's how close to in the seats are yeah. in Barclays. <laughs> Oh, this is not, that was a good one. <laughs> All right. You ready? You ready? Oh, this is great. Yes. Yeah, right. Stay on NBA. All right. Who, if you could be at one game, past, present, what would a game would it be? Oh, oh I know that already. Oh, yeah, that's your version. Okay. Um, was it the, the Knicks Pacers? I mean, yeah, Knicks, Indiana Pacers. Reggie, yeah, with Reggie Miller. Um, Reggie Miller, seven oh, points. That was 94. Yeah, yeah. He did 94. 94 yeah. Knicks yeah. Pacers. Yeah. First of all, that rivalry was insane. Oh, what are you talking about? That, that was when NBA was like... Real. Was, was the realest. I mean, we, we, won that, we won that series, by the way. The yep. Knicks won that series, by the way. Just let people know. I mean... You get that? <laughs> just that game. Yeah, just As a Knicks game. fan, I already go into with the assumption that we're going to lose. But <laughs> Cool. That's fine. But, like, that series? That, that was insane. Very, that's a good one. That's what? a good one. What did you pick? You asked the question. Um, I would go somewhere we've never seen. Will Chamberlain's 100. I want to see. You need the proof. Okay, this is the reason why yes, you don't I want need the proof. I don't want to see a seven, foot, a seven foot, a foot person scoring on people that were six two, just turning around and hitting the hook shots all day. That's mad boring. I don't want to see that. I'm more concerned about the Jones he was banging. That's one of the most overrated performances ever to me, personally. That is mad overrated. No one was as big as him. Oh Who man. He was literally called the stilt. Come on, like this. He used to jump from the free throw line and lay the ball in. How can you not throw a hundred points in the game? I don't know. He's a little overrated to me. Yeah, no, I, I would go. I would man. It's I know too much basketball. I would, it's a million games, but just off the top of my head, Kobe's eighty-one. Oh, no, that's good. One. That's a good one. That's a great one. I, good. I like that more than Will Chamberlain's one hundred. The, the, because the, because the game was actually close in that game too. Yeah. They did every one of them. The difficulty is way harder because mm. he has 
he has defenders on him that are his height yeah. and are as athletic as, as athletic as, as, as him. him. Um, me personally, if I'm picking one, I'm doing what Clay Thompson just did recently. What the? That uh, 61, 60, 60 points, 60, 29 minutes, and 29 minutes, only 11 dribbles. To see a shooting display like that, that has to be amazing to see. Yeah. So no, I'm rocking the clay on that one. Damn, you know, I've got I've got stones to throw at that, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna just let that go. No, speak it. Stones. Speak it, please. Alright, look. The res- I give you the respect as far as being able to shoot that efficient. Yeah. But that's where it ends. Because when you think of players that score 55 and up. They, they, it was, they, they, they didn't uh, it was it an individual yeah. performance. Yeah. That performance was more of the team finding Clay because he was hot. Now, Kevin Love had 35 points in mm-hmm. one quarter. And it was this it wasn't like Kevin Love is is nice. Two people was guarding yeah. him at the same time and he had to and he had to find over he had to build the way the ball to but now it was just oh LeBron is just smart enough. Kev just made four in a row. I'm gonna pass him the ball again. <laughs> but see the problem with, with Kevin Love though, he scored what 38 for the game. He had that 34. Yeah, yeah. but he had 38. But, but I'm just saying. But I'm like, just saying it's it's similar because it's not 60, but just to score that much in one quarter yeah. in the first quarter, and plus. It was a similar way that Clay scored. It wasn't like Kevin Love was bringing a ball up. He caught the rebound and then dunked it on two people. Like, like say a Kobe or LeBron does or Jordan does. No, wait, I but question. it's Clay. Clay Thompson is literally coming off a screen and shooting. Would you uh, be mad if he would have broke Kobe's record? Would you? Not really, you would have broken. But not, broke. not really because I have the perspective of I know that he didn't do what Kobe had to do. He didn't. Matter of fact, Kobe didn't have to do what um, Gervin had to do when there was no three-point line and he was scoring 70 points. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This shit had to be straight layups on yeah. two people. Straight. I got the rebound on one side, then I had to dunk on a seven-footer on the other side. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So even with Kobe, it's like, all right, we're down by 15. I have 40 points. And my, I have Smush Parker on my team. Yeah, yeah, like there's certain, yeah, <laughs> there's certain yeah. things that you gotta just work through. With um, with Clay Thompson, I'm on the best team in the league as far as roster, record, from and like arguably as good as a franchise. Like of course not as good as the Spurs, but mm-hmm. like just up there. And I don't have to struggle. I don't have to work for my points. He literally had no work to do for his points. All he had to do was be open and and trust his form. Now, that sound that may be like hating or whatever you want to call it, but it's the stat is in itself. He it, he held the ball for what eight a minutes minute, or whatever it is. A minute and like thirty seconds. seconds. Only eleven dribbles. Yeah, and only eleven dribbles. That means it took him no. Almost no effort for 60 points. That's the most least effort it took to get 60, yeah, 60 points, points besides Will Chamberlain. <laughs> now he gets he gets more kudos because he's not he's not he doesn't have like a overbearing like advantage mm-hmm. over his opponent. But Clay Thompson has the advantage of I have three other people on it's, my team that, that you have score to six. You gotta stay with. You gotta stay with. Yeah. You gotta stay with. Yeah. Oh, um, mine would be, um, 
Dominique versus um Larry Bird. Ooh. Mm. Oh, every time I see the highlights of it and when they show the game, when Dominique talks about it, like you can tell as a ball player the passion that he had that he wanted to show that he was a scorer, that I'm not just a dunker. Mm-hmm. But more so, I've had more and more as I get older, which is sad, I have more and more respect for Larry Bird's game. Oh, yeah. Because Absolutely. he dabbled in just a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. but he was a, still, in the league's eyes, this is a white guy that can shoot. But when you watch him play, Larry hits you with trick passes, he hits you with crossovers, he hits you with around the back. The and time. not only that, he guard up. With zero and so this is a non-athletic dude mm-hmm. going against the best athlete besides Jordan in the league at that time. And Meek was like, yo, I'ma show you I, I can shoot, I can dribble, but then you wind up losing. In the long run, Miss Larry was like, I'ma finish. And I would just love to have been in I think it was it was in Boston Garden, right? Yeah. I believe it was in Boston Garden. Yeah, I would have I would have loved to have been in there just to see that game. That's a good one. Nah, you know which one I wish I saw too? Last year's one. Uh, Curry with the game, the game winning three pointer on forty foot away. Uh, Oklahoma City. Yeah, but they came yeah, back yeah, yeah. Because like, that, that game was just like everyone was like, "All right, this is gonna be over probably." Yeah. And I kept watching. Someone was like, "Just keep watching this game right now." And the way they just get cutting it, cutting, it, cutting. It. And when the whole bench pointed to Curry and was like, "Guard oh, him," man. and man, no one wanted to step man, up. Self check didn't step up. <laughs> Self-check. You know what's funny is that he was he stepped up it's on that forty. The dude that was supposed to guard him wasn't doing the wrong thing. If you were guarding a regular person, yeah, yeah, he was getting back yeah. on defense because he's not. You, if you can't, if you guard the dude up there, you risk the chance of fouling mm-hmm. or him drawing the foul. From that far, even a basket. And then cool. this dude is not at even. You've seen him hit shots at the half court. So you're like, all right, he's not in his zone yet. Right. This dude walked oh, up. up. Poor, and you know when someone's shooting and they're like, yo, he's gonna shoot, he's gonna shoot, and he's like rushing to get back. And I'm like, yo, you too late. You can't even get mad. Like you he can't get mad. 40 footer. He, he, like, he did like he did happen to get like a hand up. Yeah, right he up. and he got there. He got a hand he up. He was like, yo, my bad. Because he was at he was at the three-point line, which was smart. Because he's like, I know he's gonna take a three, and he ran up like, oh snap, he's pulling up from there. It's cash. Then he can do another one too, uh Mellow. Setting that garden record, scoring 63. I felt like I was there. Was <laughs> I felt like I was there watching that energy. I felt like I was there. He was mad. It was a losing season. The yeah. game before they were talking trash. That I felt like I was there. That 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 one was was really crazy. I enjoyed yeah. that one. Um, shoot, this is probably hella cliche, but the flu game. I wanted to say the flu game. Flu it's game, mad. I also cliche. still felt like I was there. I don't. I feel like I feel like I'm sure like I was there. I don't like, you know, like I like. I, I felt like, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. There. I know it's mad cliche. Like I know it's an easy pick. You'd be like, man, I want to see Michael Jordan yeah. in '83 mm-hmm. in the parking lot against fucking <laughs> his his little brother or some shit. Okay, wait. <laughs> this one isn't a game, but it's a moment. What about when Sean Kemp dumped dumped on dude on the Warriors and yes. pointed at him yes. on, the floor, yes. on the floor? I would have loved to be oh, in the building. <laughs> Iverson Lakers. Um, we um. We stepped over the Exactly. Yes, that would be crazy to see, mm. like in person. That would have been a good. There's a couple. First too. time Shaq broke um the Back rim, the blackboard. College or NBA? Like oh, you're right. Say yeah, NBA. You know something yeah. though that's dope. My dad taught, always showed me when I was a kid. Dr. J's reverse layup when he held the ball out of bounds oh, but under him the ABA style because yeah. that was something you've never seen someone do they were out of bounds had the strength and the length to bring it back bring in it all the way and it's English shit mm. yeah that's a I got ball. one extra question one little bonus question 
If y'all been to a game, what's the closest y'all sat? <laughs> we can't beat you walk after this. We were just at a Nick game. It was a preseason game. Right? Yeah. We were at a Nick game. And we were in the fan. We was in the 100 section. I was in row 10. You were in row 12. Yeah. I was sitting directly across. Yeah. And I was 12 seats behind Melo. I was sitting. He was behind the bench. I'm looking, I was on looking the at the bench side yeah. where, the, where they come through the tunnel. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was it was super tight. Yeah, that, that was, was that was fun. I just finished paying for those tickets. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, was like, I was like, I'm still hyped. That was one of those. Like, I'm gonna pay that and the, I'm going to yeah. it. The closest I ever been, it was I think it was my birthday. It was like 2000 and like. Six or something, 2006 or 2007, and we—I didn't pay for no tickets. My boy Paul had tick. I don't know how he got the tickets mm-hmm. or whatever he had to do for the tickets, but he just hit me and my little brother up and said, "Yo, I got tickets." And we was like, "Of course, let's go." Mm-hmm. Oh. And then we went. It's the Knicks. The trash. Whatever. We it, it's a it's a Nick game. We yeah. we played the Bobcats and like yeah, oh, wow. I think Michael Jordan was just like the just became the owner when of they the had Sean May and, and all of them over there. And I remember at the game, Michael Jordan we was um at the top, like it's like after you get off oh, the, the escalators and the old guard, then you yeah. gotta climb the ladder. Yeah. yeah. And then there's a uh, there's a thing where you open it up and you can yeah. sit on the roof. <laughs> and that's what you And see. then on the top of the bleachers on top of the roof, mm-hmm. on the back of that. That's where we were sitting. <laughs> oh, what we happened, my uh, my little brother had binoculars at the mm-hmm. time and we was able to spot some seats at halftime that were open and we was like Let's let's do it. Yeah. It's halftime. They, they open. They were open yeah. the whole game. That whole little section, and we, we just went for it. And we was like, I want to. It was probably like like two hundreds or like it was like the front of the two hundreds or the back of the one hundred. That's perfect. Yeah. So it was like from the from sitting on the Empire mm-hmm. State Building. Yeah. <laughs> To, to like actually, seven, seven I could see, I could see, um, Michael Jordan without squinting, mm-hmm. and oh, sidebar, Michael Jordan is the blackest person of all time ever. Yeah. <laughs> he had on a black leather jacket, yeah. and his skin was like <laughs> one shade darker than the leather <laughs> jacket. <laughs> like the jacket looked lighter than he was. Oh, was God. And his That's eyes is like his eyes is like black and yellow like fucking Wiz Khalifa <laughs> smoking oh, on them cigars so, and shit. So black That's, purple. That's navy black. Man. Yeah, yeah, but he's not navy though. Yeah. He don't got that like Bluish, it's just straight black, dark, oh, just God. like he's just like a void, like, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey man, said Michael Jordan look like the inside of a pocket. Like, no wonder you can't guard him. You can't see him. You can't. You can't spot him. All you see is all you see is the red jersey. Oh All you see is the red jersey in two word that was the same game where david lee hit the tip in like yeah, point one second. Yeah, wow. we was there for that yeah. that's what's up and it was yeah. just it was just it was pretty crazy because it was like it was point one second yeah. and normally you make your way to 
the train yeah, yeah, yeah. just to beat the you traffic. Know it's like, over, yeah. yeah, it's a wrap. Yeah. Some was just like, just stay, yeah, yeah. just just watch this one yeah. real quick, just to see if they could do it. And he gets half a little pinky nail on the ball and it goes in. It was like, oh, oh my god! And it counted everything. Yeah, but cool. yeah, we pretty much lost every other. Game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. so, no, yeah, don't matter. worry about that. Yeah, don't worry about. That. I got to see LeBron too, so. But, yeah, I did too. Yeah, that was one. That's it. Oh, yeah, you your random thought. Oh, my random thought. Oh, thought. oh man. Trying to, trying to get out of this. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I got it wrapped up. I'm going to save my other Will Smith one for later. Oh, no, oh, please. please. Uh, but, um. Ooh, damn, I got a better random Me and the wife right have been. I do too, actually. Save it. Save it. Uh, see, you know what? <laughs> Let me save it. Let me save it. Me and the wife have been getting, um, ordering a lot of Chinese food lately. Uh, we both. We both decided that um, next year, much like every year, we're gonna eat right and, and huh? get in shape, and uh, finally get our fitness on. Get you know, just really get right. I don't know if it's gonna be true this year, but I guess cause with the kid there, maybe that's motivation. And I got the best advice like 10 years ago, and it was from observing other fathers. And my boy, he he takes his son to school all the way up to when he was like. 12 years old and his son like looks like a grown man now so he, he walked his, both his kids to school son and his daughter and the kids came up and they were like yo man your dad looks like he can beat up my dad <laughs> like, like straight up and like and I just you know how kids are brutally honest like yeah, your dad looks like he can beat up my dad your dad's a sheep man he's, he's cut up and I thought about that now so I was like man I want to be that fat dad <laughs> like cause I'm already like borderline if I grow the mustache and the hair the way it is now I look like Carl Winslow I accepted that. <laughs> I, 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 I can eat that because I tell enough jokes to where I know that that's somebody's yeah, ace. Somebody's ace is like, poof, Carl Winslow, and I got to eat it. I got to drool. Like, you know, <laughs> I got to fall back and like finish him. That, that, that's it. So I, I said to myself, Dag, that's the fuel I'm going to use to get in shape. But much like the discussion we had prior before the podcast started, me and my wife were ordering Chinese food recently. And a Chinese store before in our neighborhood was trash. It was trash. So I was like, yo, this is, this is motivation. We're not going to eat from these dudes no more. They stepped up their game. I ordered a shrimp and broccoli, white sauce, white rice, right? And it, it came to the crib in a different container. And that was number one right there. So I was like, I asked my wife, I said, yo, what's this? She said, no, it's the lunch special. I said, the lunch special? So let's count out the shrimp. They put 12 shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> in the lunch special, I don't think y'all understand how severe yo, that that's. Yo, that's but you, gotta, you gotta understand something because the lunch special, you might, you might, you, you might get might, three. You might, real talk, I'm, and that's you not exaggeration. You might get three, maybe four. They push twelve jumbo shrimp in that lunch special. They heard you out of the game. And, that's and yo, hold on, hold on. Yo. This is the test. How many uh, sweet and sour? And, and right, this, I'm getting packs. to that. I'm getting to that. Uh, <laughs> we open so, 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 you know, it, after over $10 in every hood, it comes with a free soda. So we get the soda, and we argued over soda. I let it get the soda. And I had General Souls with egg fried rice, restaurant fried rice with egg. That's my, that's my thing. That's It comes to, it sits on the stomach. Word, R.I.P. So, General Souls, yo. Yo. <laughs> so <laughs> she's eating her man. I'm just like, yo, like, I think. I think this is alright. Like I'm not having a headache. I'm not suffering from the, the effects of MSG. I think we can order this again tomorrow. We order it to, the next day. Three shrimp. 
<laughs> the lunch special. I was like, yo, bro, yo what I'm, happened? I'm going to tell you exactly what, what happened. What happened? This is the gotcha, gotcha. They heard yo. you was out of the game. This, this, That's what happened. They heard you was out of the game. And we were making a joke about it. Like, yo, they thought, you know, we haven't been here. The Chinese store now, their answering service comes up with your address, your your apartment Ooh. number, uh-huh. and everything. So when they answer the phone, they yo, they say our address, and they go, yo, yeah, you're your address, and, you're at, and, and they even say our apartment. I'm like, and I looked at her, and I said, yo, you think that because they knew uh-huh. we ordered yesterday uh-huh. that they lessened the strip? Uh-huh. She's like, no, that's impossible. So we went one more day. One more day, we ordered the same thing again. Next day, dude comes through. My wife, it's, we always ask for white sauce because brown sauce is horrible. We ask for white sauce. Dude gives us delivery. She opens it up. She says, babe, this is regular shrimp and broccoli. I said, nah. Three shrimp. <laughs> three, three shrimp. All sauce. She had a fit. And she called them back. And then, you know, they, they, they brought the other order in. And I was just like, yo, this is a sign. We got to get right. Yeah. We got to get right. Once they stop showing you love That's in this store, this is a sign. We got to stop doing it. She said, all right, you know, we're going to stop. We're going to stop eating it and everything. I said, yo. I, they never did me wrong since I was a child. <laughs> Chinese store, this this was it. That's the biggest fries. betrayal, man. Like in the hood, that's it's like it's like some, it's like you just got. Where that else can I go? Shit. Where else can I go? Like I trusted you to feed me <laughs> my entire life. Look, I, I bypassed my mom. Allowed to go. Allowed to go. You're right. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. Also, you get how much? Think about how much food you get for like a Even the bad ones, five dollars. You got like. A whole meal. And it's, it's a meal. And you're getting, a, and you're getting a drink. And you're getting a drink. And you're getting water or a canned drink. Whatever, whatever's in the thing, yeah. you're and, getting it. And that's just for the trash shit. Yeah. Even if you get, like, the good stuff. If you get the like, good stuff, you like 53 and 6, $7. No, um... Falafel King is right off on Ditmars and 31st. Some of the best halal you'll ever have in your life. $9 you eating for like a whole two days. You think they shut the down? You think they shut the Chinese? See, this is the Chinese store, son. It's not the same no more, man. Look at my man's calendar. Look look at the calendar. Where'd you get it? It's a Chinese restaurant calendar. For 10 years, that's why I got my calendar. 10 years. But look, the laundry bag you to you now. It's not the same. It's not the same as when you order your meal and they just throw it in there it's like they love you no son no when you order in that big meal and they say hey happy new year and you get some some, some fortune cookies in that calendar i earned i earned this calendar and i earned every duck sauce every extra duck sauce every extra soy sauce pack because when his son was in seventh grade i was coaching the basketball team across the street oh that's nice so to eat healthy. I got to... Hold on, I got to say this too. We said this before the podcast. This is in the same vein of eating healthy. Yeah. As soon as me and my mom got (laughs) off fast food, (laughs) McDonald's came out of nowhere with the, oh, we are now serving breakfast for 24 hours <laughs> and we have all these fucking 100,000 different snacks on the dollar menu. Like, what? Uh, you waited me for yeah, one they did to be good in my yeah, life yeah. to eat healthy? The mix and match two for 250 yep. and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, all this stuff y'all was talking about, I 
was talking about I'm that is a win. nothing about Yo, the Cause they waiting for me to get out That's uh, a win That's a win you, you can mess around And leave McDonald's Only spending $7 And, and, and have more than one sandwich And be good And be good uh, that was real. All right. Yeah, that's where I'm at, man. That's where I'm at. Man. So that wraps it up. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Shavali, I'm good? sorry. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> I'm hungry. All right, so <laughs> what are y'all talking about? I'm hungry. Let's sign out. It's your boy S O for Mike on Instagram and Twitter at S O L E F U L M I K E. Soulful vibes from Soulful Mike every week on Instagram. Just keep following. Keep watching. Yo, Sneaker Addict 11 on Instagram. Thanks for all the people that's been following me. I've been getting a lot of new followers, man. Yeah. A lot of new sneaker companies. A lot of new people are following me. I guess because of the posts, but Sneaker Addict 11 on Instagram and Mr. Stewart 11 on um, Twitter. I, um, it's kid, K-H-I-D underscore just kid at Instagram. Um, Kadarich on Facebook. Um, K-T-M-A-X-O-I-S-D. On Twitter, I don't use that shit though. So, <laughs> That's it. I don't really use add me if you want, but I ain't gonna be on there. Um, but yeah, Instagram—that's where like you can see all my artwork. You can see all like my photography, me just acting stupid, promoting my music with the group OISD, OISD Five MCs at um, Instagram.com, OISD Five MCs, Twitter, right? Um, Facebook, um, Bandcamp, OISD Five MCs. Um, Facebook OISD. Um, yeah, that's it. J Manifesto, jmanifesto.com. Uh, I got a thousand new songs out in nice. there. Whenever nice. you find nice. songs at, they're on, they're on Apple Music, they're on Spotify. Um, what's the other one? That's not Spotify. Pandora. Title, Spotify, Apple, Pandora. 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 My album is on Pandora. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Wherever you can find music at is J Manifesto. You know what I'm saying? If you can't spell that, then I don't know where the hell you're at. Get your spell check going on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> and we got Row after R O Z on Instagram. That's my silence up, boys. Oh, wait, um, follow the Soul Searching page. Soul Searching. Soul. Oh, yeah, uh, Twitter is Soul Searching. And then uh, Instagram is Soul Three Searching. Right. Uh, follow us. We got big things coming, and we out.